whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Happy Wednesday, everybody. This is the Women in Gridiron Show, and I'm Stacey Spear. I'm joined by the amazing panel, Beck Walden, our newest panel rookie, Nat Jones. No Christy tonight, unfortunately, but I do have some special guests on tonight that I will introduce shortly. But man, am I excited. Football is slowly making a comeback. And as we've mentioned before, GA is launching their new Elite Academy program and combine trials for that in the upcoming Women's World Cup. So I got my first taste of football type activity in 18 months on the weekend. And boy, I am so, so sore. Uh, and as we know, Far North Queensland held their combine this weekend. Nat uh, in Southeast Queensland, I believe you guys are up this Saturday. Beck and I, we've got New South Wales coming up on the 19th of February. Vic is on the 13th and the 20th of February. WA on the 5th of March and the ACT on the 8th of March. And two players that should be conditioned and prepped for this should be our two special guests, Grace Murphy and Amy Van Lohausen. Welcome to the podcast, you guys. Thank you for having us. Excited to be here. Thank you. All right. Tonight, our intro question from our DMs is fitting for you, Grace, and also ties into anyone wanting to try football this season. And it's, I don't have any football in my state right now. What sport should I play in the offseason that translates best into football? Now, Beck, you've got a netball background, so that helps a lot with agility, catching in space. But what skills did you find transferred really well for you? Um, yeah, netball, I think it, it's kind of interesting because there are a couple of girls who have come from netball in the league and are actually like quite good players. Um, and I think definitely the catching um, has helped a lot. But I also think defence helps when you are playing man-to-man because of a lot of netball that we do play is one-on-one defence. And I think that definitely helps, especially as like a corner or linebacker trying to cover a receiver when you do have that man defence. That skill has transferred quite a bit with the change of direction and the speed and all those kind of um, skills that you play during netball you kind of use when you're playing um, defence as well. What about you, Nat? Where do you come from? <laughs> Yeah, uh, look, I mean, sport pre-grid, I would probably be, you know, rugby, um, you know, anything footy sort of thing. But I think, you know, being a lineman, um, for me, strength is really important. Um, So if I was not playing a sport and I was waiting for the season to kick off, I'd probably get in, do a lot of strength training. But then I'd also look at building my cardio fitness because, you know, being a lineman, um, you know, that's really important, being able to sustain that as well. So it's not just about, you know, necessarily skills that transfer for another sport. I think also if you don't have that luxury, you don't, you know, you prefer to lift like, you know, I do. So um, that's, that's probably where I would, you know, prep if there was no, um, you know, league in my season going on. But this is actually a great question for Grace as this was her first year and she actually started a career playing in the men's team, the Centurions down in the ACT, the same as Amy. And that's kind of the theme of this podcast tonight. So Grace, what sports did you play before uh, this year and what skill have you found the most transferable or the most valuable? Yeah, so I come from a history of playing quite a bit of sport, um, but not a huge amount of team sports. Um, I have played sort of, and how I got into gridiron is I've played a lot of flag football, so flag American football. Um, And I find that's been really good from a conditioning perspective. 
and just sort of learning a lot of the game and even playing now you get the opportunity to practice a lot of what you learn at training you can sort of take that away and see how it goes um but same as Nat like I have a history of doing powerlifting as well so um just that sort of strength based like really explosive um strength and you know just any type of strength and conditioning important in football oh I like the sound of you as a rookie can you come and play for that <laughs> just saying um <laughs> Amy, you've been playing for a while and, uh, you know, I've known you for a good number of years now and I know that you're really into dance, martial arts, is like karate, is it karate or, or something like that? How have you kind of found those skills working into your football career? Um, so I started dancing when I was very little. Um, I found the coordination and having some sense of, I guess, rhythm and movement put together. So getting routes right as a right as a wide receiver, I could picture it better and understand the movements for that. Um, then I have been doing martial arts for about 12 years now and I didn't realize how coordinated I was because of martial arts. And then so like shedding blocks, blocking people, getting the correct football stance, all very relevant from skills that I learned at martial art training. So yeah. Yeah, you know, and I guess for me, my my skill at quarterback kind of came from my baseball and softball. You know, the throwing motion is similar but different. And I kind of realized how different it was when I was playing both at the same time for a couple of seasons. My mechanics just got a bit janky. You know, there's just one muscle that you use predominantly for, for baseball pitching and one muscle you use predominantly for, you know, for quarterbacking. And, and you know, my right arm was really jacked at that time, but my mechanics were terrible. Um, but yeah, so if you don't have any football in your state, there's a couple of options you can take, take your strength and conditioning, everyone in any sport, you know, especially, you know, women and, and getting a little bit older, strength and conditioning is so important. Uh, but yeah, any kind of sports where you can, you know, develop that sense of coordination, uh, where you are on the field and, and teamwork, I think is one of those, you know, transferable skills that you can pick up in any sport that just fits so well into gridiron. As I mentioned, guys, Amy and Grace have been playing in the men's team in the ACT this season, and we are super keen to hear about their triumphs and the downsides too. So let's just roll straight into our all-ball segment. Every franchise has had tons of great players and legendary personalities, but who stands out above the rest? football, let's go! It's what we dream to do. It's not just a man's game anymore. Go, Sammy, go! doesn't matter how you separate us. We're still one big team, and that's for women's football. It is in our DNA, spiraling through double helixes. It courses through our veins. Through this blood, we are connected. Football is our family. Amy, I'm going to kick this off with you as you've played a couple of uh, years now. And, and for different teams, you know, the Diamonds down in the ACT, UTS in New South Wales, and you were selected to play for New South Wales in the upcoming cancelled, well, the pre-COVID cancelled nationals. Uh, that wasn't. Um, was it that you just missed football that much that you decided to go and play with the men? Um, I think I'd done a lot of training with the men's team, um, especially playing in the Sydney comp where we didn't have a full ACT women's team. A lot of us girls would jump in with the men's team, run their playbook, go through their playbook, keep up with their pace, um, then go play in the women's comp. And then I actually begged the coaches for a good two years if they'd let me play um, on the men's team to save me driving up to Sydney because I really didn't want to do that anymore. Um, but yeah, as soon as COVID hit, I was like, please, like, let us play. Like, 
Grace was there as well. Like you've got two of us that just want to play some football. We just want to have all the training that we're doing paying off just so we can, you know, get some game time, play some football. That was kind of what it came down to was play football with the men or don't play football for another year or two because of COVID. So, yeah. And Grace, how was it as a rookie coming in to play your first season and playing with the men? Like for me, that would be super terrifying and very overwhelming, but I feel like you've taken it in your stride and you've done a great job so far this season. But what was it like coming in as a rookie? Oh, thanks. Um, it was, as Amy said, like we, because there's two of us, it makes it a lot easier. Um, but, you know, we tried to get a women's team together in the ACT and that sort of, we just couldn't get numbers. And then we were going to go and play um, with a team in Sydney and then Gridiron New South Wales cancelled their season. So by the time lockdown hit in the ACT, we'd been training all of pre-season. The men's season got pushed out. Um, and, yeah, I just I just wanted the opportunity to play football. Um, I had been training for pre-season. I think we started in April. Um, so we've sort of been training for like four or five months and with that we're about to play it's being pushed out um, I was just super excited and I probably didn't overthink it <laughs> um, which worked to my benefit as well but yeah really exciting um, and luckily I think the club that we're at has been really supportive um, and really embraced having us play and with the coaches as well having so much experience coaching women um, that's only been to our advantage. Yeah, and, and tell us a little bit about your coaches. So who's coaching you guys down there at the moment? Um, so head coach, we have coach Grant Frost. Um, and then for our offensive coach, we've got coach Josh, and I'm not going to bungle his surname. <laughs> um, uh, Gagulio, I want to say. Gagulio, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, <laughs> So, um, and then we've got um, another new coach who just started with us, Coach Jesse, but mainly um, Coach Frost and um, Coach Josh. Yeah, Josh is a great coach. He he came to Outback with us. Was he your coach now? No, I, I think he was more running backs. Res- oh, I don't want to get this wrong with another running back in the house, but <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm kind of keen, like, because obviously that's pretty. Um, it's pretty great that, you know, Josh has obviously been a women's coach as well. So does he, do you guys find that um, there's any difference, I guess, in terms of how the boys treat you, the girls or anything like that? Do you feel it's just football players playing football because they love it or um, yeah. What's your thoughts on that? I guess with the guys, cause I don't know, we always, we're one of the boys essentially. So they act like guys around us, the coaches, treat us the same. If not, they hold us to a bit higher of a standard um, just to make sure that we're playing safe, doing it right. Um, but, yeah, there's definitely a bit of a harder standard on us girls to get it right for game day. Um, but, yeah, the, the rest of the guys on the team, we're one of the boys as far as they're concerned. Um, Speaking of safety um, and getting things right and, you know, being coached to use proper techniques, did you guys have any concerns coming in playing against guys and being hit by them or having to hit other men? Because we all know, you know, we don't have the same muscle tone as men. We aren't built the same as women. So it's definitely a concern. And I assume a lot of listeners out there are thinking the same thing. Like if they were going to play in a game with men, that concern is definitely there. Is that something that you guys thought about and considered before playing? 
I think I certainly probably my had the advantage of not having played before necessarily. So I didn't know really what it was going to be like getting hit anyway. Um, and I had, I think most of my concerns only existed before our full contact scrimmage. And then after that sort of being hit the first time, that it's a lot easier. And um, when the decision was made at a club level for Amy and I to play, there was a lot of talk about, you know, they're playing football now and that's it. You need to treat them the same and hit them the same because, you know, it was a discussion that Amy and I had as well, which was we don't want the first time we get hit properly to be in a game. Like that's a disservice to us as players and it's a disservice to the club as well. Um, So it's been very, they've been really good in that um, regard. And I think as well, especially with Coach Frost having such an emphasis on technique and proper technique, um, I feel I, I feel very safe playing on that team. That's amazing. What about you? Yeah. You've amazing. played women's and men's now. So do you find the game extremely different and a bit hard, harder hitting than women or have you found it to be relatively the same? Um, I think heading into the men's, I was very paranoid. I was just going to die. Um, as soon as I got that first hit in the game, I was like, oh, these guys, they're bigger than me, stronger than me. Like, this could be a recipe of disaster. Um, yeah, I got hit in the game and I was like, that was easy. And got up, walked off. I was like, all right, we're good. Like, they obviously, they do hit harder than the women, but nothing that anyone can't handle. It's just a bit, you hit the ground a bit more solid, a bit faster, and that's about it. You can get up and you can walk away the same you can in a women's game. Um, which is something I was so paranoid about, like getting hurt when I got tackled. But at the end of the day, it was the same, I guess. I think it comes down to, you know, the fact that men have a lot more opportunities to start the game a lot sooner than women is that they actually get the technique taught to them at a younger age. So they've had a lot more time to practice a safe technique. And it's something that we've spoken about, um, you know, in the women's community for years is, is making sure that everyone's technique is is sound and safe because the amount of injuries that we see in women's games as a result of poor technique, you know, I would be more concerned about that than playing with a whole bunch of guys. Yes, albeit a lot more bigger and stronger if it was going to be safer. Yeah, I guess when the guys do hit, it is the correct technique. They're hitting you in the right places. It's not you get tackled and your knee's gone. It's you get tackled, you hit the ground and you can get back up and they're helping you back up. It's not they've injured themselves tackling you as well. I found that's a very big difference. It's not like two people get tackled and three people are injured as a result. It's it's pretty, no one gets injured nearly as much compared to women's. It's good. Yeah, and I, get, I guess too, like looking at it from that perspective, I mean, and this is something that comes up in conversation when you have the the mixed gender contact sport conversation is, you know, you're always going to have those coaches that are just going to go pick on the girl, right? Like it's going to happen. And whether players actually like to do that or not, like there's been a lot of chat around, you know, you would have a lot more experience knowing how the guys feel about tackling women. You know, was did they have any concerns about that as well? Because that's obviously the other safety concern as well. You know, what if they don't go 100%? Like, do you feel like, I, I think it's just, it's a big conversation to have. And it's really important that I think that we're getting, you know, both sides of it. Yeah, I um, actually had this conversation today in preparation 
for this. Um, and, you know, there have been guys on the team who said quite openly that the thought, I think sometimes the idea is more difficult to wrap your head around than the reality of Amy and I playing. So the idea of having women in a sport like gridiron is, is more difficult to accept than when we actually step on the field and we just play. So there's always assumptions made, you know, anything that's new or that's challenging some sort of boundary, people are always going to assume your ability, assume what you can and can't handle um, and sort of fill that in themselves as opposed to when we just get out there and play and then you're only going to really underestimate us a couple of times because after that it either you look silly or you become more comfortable with the idea of us being on the field. And I think a lot of the time, um, especially at training, it, they don't see us as two girls playing on the team. They see us as two players who are new to this format of the sport because in addition to it being men's, it's 11 aside. Um, and they share their football like you and they're trying to help us improve as players. And I don't think they necessarily pull any of their they definitely don't pull any of their jokes. They don't pull any of their hits. So I think um, from that perspective, it is that whole idea of us playing that's probably a little bit more difficult than the reality of it. I love that the men are embracing you and teaching you and doing everything that they can to make you feel like not an outsider because reality is once you put on those pads and that helmet, you all look the same, right? Like we are no different. It's so hard to tell people apart in gear. So I love that they are embracing that for you. What's been a highlight for you being a part of the men's team? Like, obviously it's very intimidating coming in, but they've made you feel like a part of the team. What's been a massive highlight coming into that? Um, I think, and I think it might have been you, Stacey, who shared it on on Instagram. It was a quote and it essentially said that, you know, the thing for a woman when she finds football is not just that she's found her sport, it's that you're doing something that you never imagined you were capable of. And that's certainly how I feel playing. But I think a really big highlight for me is just how like how lucky we are, I think, on the team that we've landed in um, to just be treated exactly the same as everyone else. And just I remember there was, it stands out in my mind, and Amy and I were both on the field, we were both outside receiver spots, and you just hear from our sideline, the boys are yelling like, yeah, the girls, and I just made me so happy. Like they're just how embracing and encouraging they were for us and how excited they were that we got so much field time and not just that like when we came off how awesome they were because you know it is part of that being a team like you don't want to be the person who lets the team down either um so knowing that everyone has your back is just amazing I love that for you guys do you feel the same aim is that the same kind of highlight that you have yeah um similar in that game um we were like trips Trips on one side of the field. Grace is on the outside. I was in the middle. We had one of the guys on like my right. So I was in the middle of the three. He's turned to me and he goes, oh, I'm on the side with the girls. I better step up. So he then like 
he was just like, oh yeah, right. Like it was this reality of like, yeah, I'm with the girls now. Like I've got to, I've got to do my job because the girls are here. Like I don't want to look silly because you know we'll show him up otherwise. But yeah, he was very like, oh yeah, that's right. Like I've got girls on my team. This is cool. Let me let me show everybody what we've got. It was a very like a moment that I was just like, oh yeah, we're on the field. Oh yeah, this is cool. It was just this whole reality just sinking in that like, yeah, we're doing something for the first time. This is epic. So yeah. You know, and the situation could have been completely different. You know, you you could have ended up in a team that didn't support you and, and you could have had a really bad experience, but I'm so glad that this has worked out really well for you guys. And you know, when going back to what Beck said around, uh, you know, not knowing who people are once they put on, you know, helmet and pads was I was watching the under 16s GV Predators and I think the Crusaders game on the weekend on their live stream. And it said boys and girls under 16. And so I've jumped on the comments and I'm like, which one's the girl? Um, expecting it to be like the little tiny receiver that was out there. Dude, she was the biggest kid on the field. She played O-line for the predators and I'm like damn like all right you know so you know there's a place for women in sport uh you know am I saying that everyone should go out and join a men's team probably not because there is women's football available but you know there's been women playing in men's teams for years you know like you guys mentioned Danny Stosic in the ACT has predominantly played men's for years and like I said she's played more seasons with men than she has with women just due to the lack of numbers down there um and she played with Christy at Chicago Force you know, we've got Kelly Whitehead over in SA and she's a beast linebacker. She's been playing with men um, for a good couple of years and was amazing in our New South Wales Coyotes campaign when they joined with us for state. Um, and a few Outback girls played with Colts teams growing up and their skill level was just fantastic. And personally, like I love training with the boys because they are so much faster, so much stronger, and they force me to be better just to say that I can keep up, which my ability to do so now, I'm officially in my mid-30s, is widening as we speak. But, you know, I think it's I think it's just such a great opportunity that you guys have just found, you know, and found where you are and find that you found your place. And it just makes Do you guys, uh, you know, how did you manage obvious the obvious size and strength differences between you and your opposing DB? I guess um, I was using a lot of the, like, deception skills that we kind of got taught like they're more like offhanded kind of oh do this if it's not working um like the fake head turns or like your your cut out to cut in type cuts um I was doing a lot of those just so I could get myself around them and then have them trailing me rather than trying to fight my way initially um even just like the stutter steps at the start of my route just to throw them off thinking I was going to do something else like kind of more the deception mind games rather than trying to like outrun them because I felt I was never going to be able to outrun them um, to get open into open field or anything. So I just had to play like deception games almost. Yeah, completely. It's definitely about that football IQ. I think it's a discussion that's been had quite a few times is that women play football a little bit differently to how men necessarily play. And as Amy said, it's just kind of about being smarter and using our strengths um certainly I don't think any wide receiver will tell you that breaking a cornerback's ankles isn't fun um so if you can just (laughs) use your fake outs and get them falling on the ground then um it doesn't really matter if you're a little bit slower they're they're on the ground they're not coming back up but um yeah just I think being smarter as Amy said is 
is how we're going to go because we're not we're not bigger um yeah I absolutely love that because I feel like football is like 80% mental and 20% physical like it is a very physical sorry mentally strategic game to play um my question for you Amy though if you could choose between playing men's or women's next season. Say you've got a women's league down there. Would you go back to women's or would you continue to play with the men? Oh, come on. I think. We won't be. No, I do. I would rather see the women's sport grow. I would rather play on the women's league, um, join a Sydney team again to help that team, that league, the women's football community grow. Um, if it happens that it falls again, I would happily play the men's team again, but I would much rather invest my time and effort into rebuilding the Canberra Women's League or a team to join Sydney. I would much rather have a women's team to play for and play with than join the men's team, but the men's team is a good backup option, that is for sure. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, a lot of listeners probably wouldn't know that, you know, Beck was actually your coach when you first started in playing in New South Wales at, at UTS. Beck, does, does it make you feel proud to see how far Amy's come so far? You know what? It does. When Amy came to us at UTS, she came up with um, two other girls as well from Canberra, which was great for us at UTS because we were struggling for numbers that year. And they all came, two of them, um, sorry, had played before her and Ree. Um, And they brought up a rookie friend to play and they already came up with so much experience and so much knowledge of football because they have great coaches in Canberra. Whoever they are learning from down there are doing a great job because they came into the team and they even taught me some things and they definitely lifted the girls um, on the field because they just play with so much heart. And yet to see Amy, you know, doing her thing in the men's team and being so confident in that role as well is amazing to see. And it's, it's, it's a proud women's moment for everyone around Australia, I think. I like that. Rounds that off really nicely. Um, guys, tell us about the upcoming uh, rest of your season because you obviously had the break um, over Christmas. You've just come back. Uh, you had a buy this weekend. You're playing this coming weekend. Tell us about where we're at in the playoff picture. Where are we looking? Are we looking Capital Bowl? Going to get some rings out of this? I guess we're all about the rings. We we're aiming for a third third Capital Bowl win. Three in a row. Um, Price is nice. Um, Yeah, so we're currently top of the table, undefeated. Very big winning streak at the moment for the Centurions. Um, We're very keen. We're probably going to be playing the Wolves in the final. Um, They're a new team. They're a bit of a challenge at the moment for us just because we're not sure what they're playing. But they're also a piece of cake at the same time. So hopefully Centurions versus the Wolves. Yeah, guys, look, credit to you. I mean, I don't know many people who would suit up against some of the boys in our game. But at the same time, when you've got no other option, you do what you need to do. And listeners out there, you guys can check out Amy and Grace on the ACTG live streams over the next couple of weeks. Um, they've got a live stream that runs every weekend uh, leading up to their Capital Bowl, which is happening on the 26th of February if you're around the grounds. And these guys are indeed going to be in the Capital Bowl to try and get a ring. Um, we should get down there and support them. It's not far from Canberra, from New South Wales. Nat, you're kind of stuck up there in Queensland. It's a bit of a drive, but you'll be fine. Um, 
but yeah, let's just support the women. Uh, you know, football is a drug and it's a great one to be addicted to. And I guess to round out this episode, Amy and Grace, it's been amazing. Um, and we hope you stay on for our final segment tonight, which is Rapid Fire. Hey, we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Sincere apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is singing closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. All right, guys, tonight's rapid fire is all about the technique. We've spoken about it all episodes, but I, all this episode, but I want to know what is your go-to move to win in your position? We all know that technique beats sides every time. However, as you get a little bit more experienced, technique starts to adapt to your own playing style. You know, for me, my signature move on defense is, you know, uh, dropping the shoulder and using the sideline to my advantage to knock the big girls out. But downside is I do get a little bit twisted in the process and it's probably not the best of techniques, but it works for me. Beck, what's your go-to technique? Yeah, I can't. Yours definitely isn't the best technique. I've seen you get pummeled a couple of times for, for some big girls, but you know what? What works for you works for you. For me personally, because I haven't played defense a lot, this is, I've only played one season as linebacker. Um, so my technique is still, I'm still working on it and still trying to get the right technique. So for me this season, I think I just went in very hard and very heavy and just bulldozed. Like I had no technique. Like it was pretty much use my size, use my strength, use my body to get to where I need to be. And I also have a really terrible habit of pushing people in the back that are in my way. I don't know if that's a technique or not, but I'm going with it and using it because you've copped it and a couple of other people have copped it and it's worked. So I'm just going to go with it. You you either push me out of the way or you push me into the tackle, which, I mean, both is kind of fine, but you can definitely see one of uh, Beck's uh, big hits uh, out on on Facebook. It's out there on the socials. You should definitely have a look. Uh, It was definitely a highlight of our season. Nat, what's your go-to technique to win in the trenches? I think uh, leverage and angles is everything for an O-lineman. Um, and I am definitely not the biggest lineman that you will see on field. So um, technique, absolutely for me. Um, I'm a really sucker for a cross block. Getting uh, you know the centre involved is always a, a fun one or a reach block. So technique on the line, hands, quick hands, and, um, and getting in the right position and getting lows for me. Amy, pick any of your positions. What's your go tech, go-to technique to win? Um, as a wide receiver, I love a nice pre, pre-snap read. Uh, so I know what I have to do and if I have to have an option route or something because I'm going. Otherwise, uh, mandatory outside release. You can never go wrong. And Grace, let's round it out with you. I mean, obviously, this is your first season. Um, so, you know, technique-wise, you would have learned a lot. And, uh, you know, we can definitely say that your first year and your second year and your third year are the biggest years for you in terms of learning. But what has been your go-to technique that you have won some one-on-one battles with? I think really crisp routes. And um, so crisp routes, consistency, and a lot of faking your route. Um, so just that playing smarter. 
And again, that's it for us this week. As always, download the episode. Spotify has just released five-star reviews. So hit us up uh, with that five-star if you like what you're hearing. Thanks again to my amazing panel and special guests, Amy and Grace. And we will be back next Wednesday when we know the teams that are going to be playing in the Super Bowl. So it's going to be a big week of football. Hop on over to our NFL podcast where you can catch me and Beck along with Dan and Alex. And we're going to be breaking down the championship games that are happening this season and, and preview what is going to be an amazing Super Bowl. Thanks again, Amy and Grace. And we will see you guys next week. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.